Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy Sunday morning. Good Sunday to you, Dave Schwartz, alongside... Physically alongside <laughs> Pete Nigerian and rare. Josh Wheeler. We're in studio today for the first time. Yeah, this is is this the first time we've been in studio together? In studio, yes. Yeah. We've been at the fair. We've been at the we've fair. Been at the fair yeah. And we're in studio. Normally we're looking at each other across the screen. So uh this is a lot more fun. Great to be in studio with you guys this morning. Uh w- the big news this week is the twins finally making deals as we're just about ten days away from Training, uh, I shouldn't say training camp, uh, pitchers and catchers reporting. And they make a deal this week sending Jorge Polanco to Seattle. They get a couple right-handed pitchers, a couple prospects, basically. And and people are, I got to be honest with you, when I saw this at first, my my initial reaction was, what? Polanco, <laughs> why are you doing this? And then I looked back and I, I kind of went through it, Pete, and it, it made me actually made me smile to think that the Twins finally are do something, doing something right. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that people have trouble accepting this, but I think it's time to realize that maybe the Twins got everything they could get out of Jorge Polanco and that when you do business dealings in, the, in pro sports, Pete, that this is the dream scenario. Yep. You sell at the highest, right? Right. And we're talking about a 30-year-old guy. Yeah. Not that that's necessarily really old for baseball, but you know, you start getting up at that level and you've got a name for yourself. You've done a lot of great things, but maybe that's the time to maybe say, "Hey, uh we've gotten a lot out of him. Can yeah. we get something for this?" And I think you're exactly right, Dave. The fact that this is a multiplayer trade Makes it pretty interesting. I think it's something that we've been waiting for the Twins to make some moves. They're making some moves. Mm-hmm. So we should be pretty excited about that, I think. I think if you're a Twins fan right now, you should be looking at it saying, okay, they're, they're actually serious, and they're, and they're getting it done, and we're not that far away, as you said, pitchers and catchers. But yeah. down, I, as a guy who lives down in Florida, I can tell you, the, the Floridians can't wait <laughs> for baseball. They really can't wait for baseball. It's exciting. I, um, I, I love the deal. They also get cash back, so it, and it sounds like it's not done yet. But it sounds like the Twins are also going to get Carlos Santana, which is which is really interesting. Not only is he a phenomenal music artist, it's not the same one. Do we have any Carlos Santana in the system, Josh? Yes, we do. All you right, good, have that. good. Not only – and listen, he's 37 years old, and that is old by sports standards, and his numbers are falling off. We, we know that. He's, he's not quite um, the everyday player that he used to be, which is fine. He can be a DH. He can play first base. But here's the issue that I have, and what it signals to me is is very interesting because we know who was a DH at times last year, and that was Byron Buxton mm-hmm. because he can't stay healthy to be in the field. <laughs> That's right. So now you're bringing in another DH. 
And I have a little bit of a problem with this, Pete, because I really feel like they're doubling down on Byron Buxton, who, to my knowledge, has never even come close to playing a full season Ever. in the majors. Yeah. And Ever. It, but the problem is everybody sees it. It's yeah. not just the Twins, not just the Twins fans. Everybody sees the talent that this guy has. And so – you just kind of always are on that hopium, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the hopium That's meaning. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Hopium. I yeah. like that. <laughs> because they're they're just waiting and they're hoping. And if he can stay healthy, gosh, this guy's got all the talent yeah. in the world. It's all true. He does have all that talent. But – he also hasn't been able to stay healthy, to your point, and that's been an issue, and it's going to continue to be an issue. So I love the addition of a free agent. It's only going to cost him, what, five and a quarter million bucks? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's not much. It's it's a it's a Joey Gallo kind of right. one-year deal, Yep, yep. Which, which is good. But I, I, I really think this bothers me. I, I don't understand why the Twins continue to be on that hopium with, with Byron Buxton. He's never – I mean, look at his – he played 85 games last year. He That's played 92 hell. games the year before that. He played 61 before that. He played 39 before that. Mm. If you can guess within 10 the most games in a season he's played, I'll eat my hat right now. <laughs> can you guess? Take a stab at it without looking. Uh, I'm going to go 90. 90? Yeah, uh, I'd, okay. say, I'd say short of 100, just short of 100. One season he played 140 games. Oh, did he? And really? now I don't know what they consider – Wow. 140, if that's just taking what it bat and then sitting the rest of the time. It, it was 2017. He played in 141, 140 games. Wow. And he's batting average. Was this on MLB The Show or was this I don't an know. actual real life? Okay. Well, I'm looking at baseball reference. 140 games he appeared in. Okay. And he, but he only hit 253 that year. So you, you didn't really get everything out of him, even no. though you got all those games out of and him. And they continue to – and I know they can't trade him. You, you're not going to be able to trade Byron Buxton. Nobody's no. going to take that contract. Mm. But why not get yourself – and maybe they're not done. Maybe there's something else coming in. But why not get yourself someone who could play center field and maybe give you another option out there? <laughs> that wouldn't be such a bad idea, right? Well, right. I think this at least shows us that there's a commitment for change, and that's yes. something that the, the Twins hadn't really shown us a lot of. We've seen bits and pieces, but never, never a lot. I think we're starting to see something where – Maybe they're actually getting much more serious about what they want to do, how they're going to do it, and open up the pocketbook just a little bit and start spending a little bit of money on these players. So I think from that perspective, I think Twins fans should be getting a little bit more giddy right now. Yeah. And, and, and I, I know that we are because the fact that we can see that there is something there. Now, if they continue with this and they, and they start to show us even more – Dave, we might actually have a, a, a full field over here at Target Field and a right. lot of people wanting to watch these games. You're right, though, and I agree with you. I mean, at least they did because what they lacked in that postseason was some hitters. I yeah. mean, they, they you, you got Lopez, who has who is, is been everything that you hope that he is, that he can be. You got Joe Ryan. You got Bailey Ober. You got Chris Paddock. Maybe this Dislafani, Dis, Dis, Diskel, I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, Anthony Diskelafani, maybe. Uh, he's a righty, which is good, uh, and maybe he turns into something. But pitching wasn't for once, and I know this is weird, mm-hmm. but pitching wasn't really the issue in no. the postseason. No, they just needed some more bats. Yeah, and so you go out, you get a guy like Carlos Santana, who, by the way, has been a Twins killer. Yes, Josh, you have your hand. Uh, the Scalafini, I think that's how you pronounce is it. it? Scalafini, the Scalafini. It sounds like something I get at uh, Olive Garden. Like, or it something. Sounds like yeah. Yeah. That yeah, sounds yeah. like a fantastic yeah, red lobster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I love the lobster uh, the, the, the problem that we we are facing with him though is there's a potential risk right now of him having Tommy John 
at some point oh, in the next perfect. year. His, his arm is not 100%. He's yeah. recovering from certain arm injuries, and uh, there is rumors around the rumor mill that uh, Tommy John might be in the near future for him. So, so he was a throwaway on the steal is yes, what you're saying. Yes, Basically, they wanted to sell high on Polanco and uh, try and needed to get themselves another bat. Yeah. So, well, maybe we won't see him pitch after all. <laughs> but we I, might be waiting a while. Actually. I know, and yeah, I, right. I, I still – I still have an issue with the way this is all going in the offseason. I, I don't necessarily think they needed a starting pitcher again. I know it's like, oh, we got to have another another starter. The rotation is pretty decent. Yep. You know, most teams yeah. don't have five knockout starters. They have maybe two if you're lucky, mm-hmm. uh, or, or or maybe some only have one. And at this point, you got Lopez, Joe Ryan, Joe Ryan, and Bailey Ober, all of who are, are pretty good starters. So the issue is the bats. They you know likely here they'll go out and get. Get Carlos Santana, but once again, we still have nobody who can, un- unless you really, really, and I actually love uh, Willie Castro. Thought he played great mm-hmm. um, last year. L- love him. So maybe he's your guy. I don't know. It's an issue. It's a big issue. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm just excited that the Twins are are showing that they wanted to have this this kind of a a look for 2024. I think it's fantastic that they're getting a l- people a little bit more excited. And we're we're this close to getting in front of that and seeing some of that play out as they get into Florida. So yeah. there's there is a lot to be said for. Do they need to make monstrous moves? Probably not. Are the Twins going to make monster moves? No. But these are the kinds of moves that at least we are seeing some hope coming from from the uh, the guys up in the office with all the pocket protectors and everything else <laughs> <laughs> that are that are willing to make this uh, this kind of a decision now. I I, I like the commit the commitment we're seeing, and I think it's going to be really really fun to see if the Twins can meet some of the expectations mm-hmm. that I think some of the folks are seeing right now. Yeah. Again, and the the deal with Santana is not done yet. It's only it's only rumored at this point. Love to know what you think out there. Hit us up on the WCCO Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. Do you like the Twins deals? Do you not like the Twins deals? Where are you as we head into the season on a scale of 1 to 10 on how confident you are of this team? And if you you can't say 5. We always love to say 5 here. You can't say 5 in a minute. you got to go – we should just say one to ten. Either be all in or all out. That's all you can be. I'm at a ten. I like where they are right now. I I, I really do. Other than I guess I'm a nine because I really am not okay with the Buxton situation. But like, who is? Nobody ever. Is. I was kind of hoping for Otani too. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's been, that's I another know you problem. Were disappointed. Why couldn't we have signed him a contract where they defer, uh, only paid him two million a year and deferred you know sixty some odd million uh, for way down the road. We, uh, we will hear from you throughout the show today, 651-461-9226 on the WCCO Talk text line. Coming up next, Pro Bowl games mm. are dumb, yet <laughs> captivating. We'll talk about it next on WCCO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Well, Carlos Santana coming back. Uh, Marie from New Ulm, thank you. Michael A. Taylor was the center fielder, who I loved, and they did not resign. Uh, Buxton will be hurt after the second week. <laughs> Well, Marie, it's a good chance. I, I mean, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say you're a soothsayer, but I think that's probably true. So I'm sitting at home yesterday Uh-oh. on a Saturday afternoon. My wife and daughter were out shopping. My son is away for the weekend at a, at a Boy Scout camping trip, so I had the house and the television to myself, which happens about once every seven years. And I'm flipping through the channels. Oh, what's this? What's this? Ooh, Pro Bowl games. <laughs> Let me take a look at this. I flip it onto that. And I see football players trying to play golf. And, I mean, it's bad. 
<laughs> they got like one punter who know who can actually hit it within the cup. And I'm watching this, and then they go to the the long snapping competition, and that's then a they, biggie. which that's is a, actually was really interesting. Although jaw dropping, and Jason Kelsey looks like he hadn't touched a football in about a month and a half, which and and he's touched a lot of beer since that time. And but then they go to dodgeball, and I'm watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, this is so. In the middle of the golf competition, I'm, I go, this is stupid. So I turn the channel, and I go back, and I go. I wonder if that guy hit the pin or if it went right. I'm going to go back. <laughs> yeah, to go back. And then I fire off a tweet. I said, the Pro Bowl games are idiotic, pointless, and dumb. Yet here I am on a Saturday afternoon switching back to watch a defensive back play golf. Bravo, NFL. Anything they do is is the best. But yes, it's exactly right. And I hate it. That was but great. it's true. Yeah. I will tell you this. The Pro Bowl at one point in time was really fun. It was an all-star game. It was done at the end of the season. Everybody's all done. Everybody's all excited about, you know, the season, the Super Bowl, everything else. And, oh, there's one more week. We're all going to Hawaii. And they used to go and play in Aloha Stadium. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal. And it was still football. They catered it to the idea of trying to figure out ways so that people wouldn't get hurt. They still could, but that they likely wouldn't get hurt. So they changed a lot of the rules, what you could do, what you couldn't do. But generally, you're still seeing football. And you got a chance to see somebody like Joe Montana throwing the ball to somebody other than Jerry Rice. Right. right? I mean, you get to see him throwing it to whomever from the Minnesota Vikings. So it was fun. And, Dave, I went back and looked at it. So in 2000, they had 13 million people watching mm. the Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now, any other sport, that is the greatest number ever. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just incredible. And then it dropped down to $6 million, and Then it popped back up again, and now it has dropped again. It's and why has it dropped? Because they're doing what you just talked about. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to see these guys in these various skills competition, if you even want to call it that. Yeah. Or even some of the silly things that they've got these guys doing. But, you know, the NFL does a really great job of squeezing as much out of anything as they can. Yes. And they do a great – they're really good yes. at it, man. Yep. Really, but I will say this. I actually thought that some of the NHL stuff was just as interesting, just yeah. as fun. You and I were just talking about Connor McDavid just to prove to everybody that he probably is the most skilled guy in hockey maybe ever. I mean, yeah. to watch what that guy is capable of. He's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. But as far as the, the Pro Bowl itself – They've just got to decide whether or not they want to have an actual game, the yes. touch football stuff and everything. Yes. What is that, right? They I, have to figure out what this is. Yeah. And, and what I think it is, Pete, and you're right, I think the NHL gets it right. I think, all, I mean, baseball's different. You're not necessarily going to get injured, I think, playing in an all-star game. But what it needs to be to me is just a skills competition. Right. No, I, I, don't, I don't need to see NFL players play football to be excited. But what I would love to see is how many times Jalen Hurts can hit the target on the run or through the target. Or yeah. see uh, Andrew DePaula win the long snapping competition. Mm -hmm. Or watch a kicker and see if he can kick it through smaller goal pole. You know, right. things like that. That's exciting because when you break it down, what the sport is, is incredible skill. Yeah. So I just want to see the skills. I don't need to see them try to play. I don't need to see them try not to get hurt playing football. If I wanted to do that, you could go watch a Pop Warner practice down the street. And it's kind of like an extension of something that's also really popular for the NFL. And nobody's been able to get close to this in the other sports. But you, 
take a look sometime at what the ratings are for the combines mm-hmm. for the NFL combines. Yeah, good point. I mean, it's off the charts. <laughs> they're at they're they're freakish individuals, right? You get to see the greatest talent maybe ever put yep. on a on a field of any kind, and you see guys that do things that you can't even believe that they can do. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a defensive lineman, like you know Donald or whoever it might mm-hmm. be, that does something where you're watching, going, that guy's that fast. He can jump that high. He can bench press two and a quarter. How many times? You yeah. know, all those things are, are fun. And that it kind of builds up into who these guys really are. Plus, you get to see them for the first time maybe in your life, especially with the college guys, without their helmet on. Yeah. You know, you, you actually know what they look like. And yes. you go, yeah. oh, that's that guy. That's yeah. that quarterback from, you know, Auburn or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So there, I think that there, there are ways that the NFL could probably approach it better. For sure, to your point, and I and I think they're just kind of milking this thing out because the TV contracts are still there. They're going to continue to go up, and 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 it is what it is. But I do miss the days of no one wants, no one cares that they're going to Orlando, and I think that's why a lot of the time there are players who just say, you know what, I'm done. Yeah. See you later. I don't need to do this. When it was Hawaii, it was a special gift. Yeah, you'd go for a trip to Hawaii. They get the trip to Hawaii, get all the money, they get all the fun, they have all the players, and the the winning team gets that much more money than the losing team, all that stuff. And there was at least a motivation. But now it's just... These guys make so much money now. I mean, you get it, even in the NHL, I mean, if you win the tournament, I think you've got to split a pot of a million dollars over 12 guys. Yeah. I mean, they make that in 10 minutes anyway, (laughs) whether they're playing. But I, I, I think you're right. Pete, and what truly the Pro Bowl is about, more than anything, is to give the NFL a platform in this off week to get their sponsors out there, continue to push their brand for another week. I would rather see just skills competition. So I actually thought of, I, I think we should have <laughs> fake Pro Bowl competitions. And, and so a, a wrong answers only. I would love to see, and I told you guys this off air already, but I would love to see how quickly – can a left tackle move to the side and let the defensive back fly past him and tackle the, the fake quarterback? That's my Pro Bowl competition. It's, it's the sack master competition. So you start in a three-point stance. You hear the whistle. How quickly can you turn to the side or just fall over and get run over and let the, quarter, let the, uh, the defensive tackle go get your quarterback? That's, That's classic. Mine. I love it. You know, here's what, why the NFL is king, though, Dave. You've got the Super Bowl. You should have the Pro Bowl, I think, still after the Super Bowl, like it once was, if you're going to do anything at all, which you know is debatable. But then free agency is right around the corner, March 13th. Uh, th- that's why this is 24-7, 365 days a year, the NFL, because the excitement of, okay, free agency, who's going to go where? Who are the Vikings going to sign? Are they going to hold on to Kirk, or are they going to go a different direction? Can you afford even to pay Kirk? All those questions are out there. All yeah. of a sudden, you get into free agency, and I was taking a look. Kirk Cousins is the number one player in free agency market right now. He's Everybody's the, staring at him. The rare uh, scenario of not playing and becoming <laughs> – have your value go Isn't that up. crazy? It has. But, but if he's healthy at all, this guy, uh, yeah. he's the – and I'll tell you another guy that we stole this year, and, and I just wonder if the Vikings are even willing to consider him, but Daniil Hunter. What do you do with Daniil Hunter? <laughs> you, you know how much he made? I think he made $17 million, right? Was it? It, it? it was in that ballpark. I, I think it was somewhere in that ballpark, $17 million, and That includes everything. Yeah. And if you look around the NFL and you look at – all the other guys, whether it's the Bosa brothers or, you know, a Watt. Uh, there's always a Watt somewhere or another, <laughs> right? So, but you look at the all the different players that are out there. He, he outdid all of them. Yeah. And those guys are making 
a lot more money than he was making. So what is his value? Well, and if you watched him playing dodgeball yesterday, you realize he is a true athlete. He's a freak show, man. <laughs> Daniil Hunter playing dodgeball, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, got a fun, got, we have a couple of tweets here. Um, someone, uh, Jason, my buddy Jason says, put him on skates and let's see what happens. You want to see football players play hockey? That's not going to go well. That sounds like a really interesting uh, Pro Bowl. Wrong answers only. Give us your fake Pro Bowl games. We'll uh, revisit this throughout the show. But we'll take a, a quick break, come back, and do the fast break. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Pete's standing. This is serious now. <laughs> yeah. You're so much well, more imposing. No, when you're out I'm of the not chair. imposing at all. He's but huge. Josh stood up, and I'm like, well, you know what? Yeah, I need now to stretch I want to sit my back legs. Down right? Pete, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just sitting over here. Bench 500 weighs 500. You know, what me, difference. you know what I found out that this Josh character is a huge Oklahoma guy. Oh, God, I never sir, knew that. Man. His unabashed love for Baker Mayfield. He doesn't share that with you as much I as love, he does I converted. Me. I converted Dave Schwartz to Baker Mayfield now. I want him here. Yeah, bring him. I'll I mean, tell you, he 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 looked the part. Finally, I will yeah, say did. it. I mean, he actually looked the part. Mm-hmm. He and and being a guy down in Florida, I got to tell you that the Tampa folks love him. Why would I, you ever leave playing? For, I mean, let's be honest. Why would you leave playing for Tampa? Right. Yeah. To, no offense to Minnesota because we love the Vikings and all that. <laughs> and but, we've all seen what Cleveland turned into ultimately. After. I mean, <laughs> you can be on the beach all year round. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway. It, is. it is. All right. We're stealing right. the mic. Sorry. Go ahead. Josh. No, you're good. You're good. I'm gonna play some. Gotta get some bumper music here. That's good because Pete's about to jump across the table. That's fine. Just. That's fine. Uh, we're gonna start with my first question, Dave. We'll start with you. Okay. We're about a month away from the NHL trade deadline. Oh, I think good. Month, month and a half, I think. Good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Bill Guerin, uh, Bill. Bill Guerin, have, uh, having lost your best defenseman and key piece to the Wild, Jared Spurgeon, are you making move at the deadline this season, or are you teetering? Kind of, I mean, with you teetering on the playoffs and no playoffs, uh, are you buyers, sellers? What's the uh, state of the mind if you're Bill Guerin? I, I think it, the state of the state of mind at this point is to see what happens over the next three to four weeks. It, we're going to find out a lot. Um, but they are going to need some defensive help, either inside the organization. There are some young defensemen down in Iowa who have been playing well. Maybe not quite ready yet, but should be soon. However, you cannot replace, you can't replace Jared Spurgeon. No. Brock Faber has done his best. And that kid has played himself into a, a Rookie of the Year candidate, mm. a legit Rookie of the Year candidate. So Golden I guess my Golden. answer, I know, right? <laughs> well, it, I guess my answer is at this point, I don't know whether the Wilder buyers or sellers. Well, I mean, they, with Bedard out now, too, that makes it even better. Yeah. A greater chance that he's 
pretty much. In the I'm front sure his odds are going category. up. If Bedard's not, I mean, he's not. He was at the All Star game yesterday. Yeah, I think, yeah. He's not back anytime soon. No. I don't think from a broken jaw. Uh, no. But I think I think these we will find out a lot this first two to three weeks of the second half of the season. Pete? Yeah, I look at the Wild. I, I'm just concerned about uh, what's been happening with the goalies, quite honestly. Mm. Uh, you guys probably are, too, more so than me, Dave. But I, I, I look over there, and I just see that uh, we just aren't the same team that we've been. And we, we had that little bit of a bump when we fire the coach. We hire, you know, we, we do all of that, and everybody's excited. But we've reverted right back to where we were, which is a 500 team, which is unfortunate. But we've just got to do a better job of, of, of holding down those goals, and we haven't been able to do that. So and A lot of that comes with defense. For sure. You know, I mean, it's, sure. it's, but I agree. It, the injury to Gustafson came at a really bad time. Yep. So Marc-Andre Fleury was forced to play some more, and then the franchise was forced to bring up uh, Jesper Wallstedt probably before he should have been because he's going to be a really good goalie someday, mm-hmm. just not in the first start against Dallas when you've got a lot of your uh, guys out. Yeah. All right, Pete, we're going to stick with you for uh, this one. Uh, college football. Uh, it's in the rearview mirror now. Spring games are literally only a couple months away. Uh, given the current teams and the incoming additions, uh, which conference is the strongest when it comes to realignment in 2024? Ooh. I'll list them off here. ACC gets Cal, SMU, and Stanford. Big Ten gets USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon. Big 12 gets Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Coach Prime in Colorado. <laughs> SEC gets OU in Texas. Hey, did they win a national championship this year? No. No, they didn't. Okay, because I thought they no. They sure did start off great, though, right? Everybody, the Rock and everybody jumped on that bandwagon, yeah. and boy, they needed to jump off as fast as they jumped on that thing. Um, I got to think it's the Big Ten, Josh. When, yeah. I, when I look at USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon, those are monster programs. I mean monster programs in, in a lot of different sports, but specifically football, obviously, we're talking about. So... I, I just think that that's an incredible upgrade for them. I look at the ACC, you add Cal and Stanford. By the way, ACC stands for Athletic Coast or Atlantic Coast Conference, it right? It does, yes. Well, you've got Cal and Stanford from the Pacific, right? <laughs> SMU sort of in the middle, I it's guess. It's now the all-coast conference. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that whole thing is just a debacle. But in any case, I, I think the uh, I think the Big Ten for sure. SEC, obviously it doesn't hurt. You, you add Texas and – some of the schools there, Oklahoma, I mean, that's uh, that's certainly a big boost to them. But I think it's the Big Ten. I don't disagree with you because I think the Big Ten, you know, the, how what those programs that have been added were all, most of some were top ten last year. Yeah. You know, uh, SEC's always, I always think that the SEC's better when it, in terms of skill positions, you know, running backs, wide receivers, et cetera. But none of it really matters because all the players from the teams are going to switch teams the next year anyway. <laughs> so who knows who's going to be good in two years? This con- this year might be one conference, and then they all move to the next one next year. It's the beauty of the portal. Oh. <laughs> the portal. Isn't it great? Uh, no, the portal. The portal and NIL. They've really figured things out pretty well, haven't they, Jeff? We need like a tornado <laughs> sounder every time we talk about the portal. <laughs> My gosh. Let's, let's just stop. I'm tired of hearing about the portal. Uh, Dave, we're going to go to you with this one with eight NFL head coaching vacancies now filled in the NFL. Which one has been the best hire for the team out of those eight teams? Uh, I'll have, I, I, we talked a little bit about this la- this list last week. Okay. I, I still think that it's I, – I went with Antonio Pierce mm-hmm. in the Raiders because I just like the fact that the locker room wanted him mm-hmm. and they took the guy that everybody who plays wants. And I think that's important in a team to have faith in the leadership – to get the guy that that locker room wants instead of forcing someone else on him, 
You have more experience than this than I do. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't know if it's my favorite, but that's the one that I went with. I like it a lot, and and I, I agree with you totally. And I think part of the thing is the fact that you've got a guy like Antonio Pierce. He understands winning. He understands all of that. All these guys are, are, are very similar in that regard. But I think the Raiders are very, very close. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I look at that team and with the talent that they've got. They really upgraded defensively. I, I like a lot of the players that they've got. Quarterback position still kind of questionable, but maybe they've got some answers. I just think that there's enough talent there that with the right coach, they can flip that thing around pretty quickly. What's so, their salary cap situation? Do they have room? And that's that might be one of the problems as yeah. well. But you know, if they if they they made the biggest mistake they made last year was the amount of money they were willing to put in the quarterback spot, and and that did not really work out very well for them at all and that was that was a huge mistake but I think that that was out of his hands it's why he's now the coach and I think he can do a really really good job and it might even be this kid from Purdue I I I think that he was a really good quarterback in college I'm not so sure that he's the right guy for the NFL position but maybe he is either way there is a lot of talent on that team receivers running backs offensive line good tight ends yeah they really have a lot of positions that I think that a lot of other teams would like to have looks like they're about 11th in terms of cap space 240 million how much would that team benefit from a Kirk Cousins <laughs> it's I, not the it's not the last it's not I mean I've heard that as a that conversation would, talk would Kirk do. Cousins go to Vegas that doesn't seem like his kind of town oh he'd go you think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll live off the strip, though. He'll live in Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've already, heard, I've, I've more so heard about Russ going to Vegas than that. But really, uh, again, well, I, think, I, I don't know. Vegas. Vegas is tight on the cap. I don't think they can afford to eat. Uh, Depends on the contract. Are you guys telling me Dan Quinn's not going to lead the Commanders to the NFC Championship next year? <laughs> they have so. Yeah. There's a lot of holes in that team. A lot of places to go. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do one more quick one. A little okay. fun one that ties into our previous conversation between the, this weekend's. NHL All-Star Game, the NFL Pro Bowl, the NBA All-Star Game, and the also the game where if you win, you get home field advantage in the World Series. Which All-Star Game still intrigues you the most? Pete, we'll start with you. Oh, God. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I, I don't like any of them. Yeah. I really don't. I guess the only thing that is interesting is that – it's it's baseball where you actually the the win actually means something, right? I mean, yeah, it, it, and it, it used to be the case. They took right. that away, oh. and that's kind of the that's that's kind of the key phrase. There is you you no longer at least they, maybe Dave can val- validate that for me. I'm pretty sure they took that stipulation away where if you're the American League and you win, you Twins would host it. the World Series. They would get all you know four out of the seven games, but yeah. I um actually I'm looking I'm looking that up right now. I don't know. I I can't find an answer. Does, listen, the All-Star games, I agree with you Pete. The All-Star games are all just pointless. Yeah. This is it their ways to keep their brand going while giving the teams and players a break and getting their sponsors some more money or, or you know through their sponsorship which is great. The one that I still like and I'm partial is I, I like the NHL's game. I I still think Seeing your stars play three on three yeah. is fun. You get to see guys play with different guys. They have the draft, which I love. Uh, I the Major League Baseball All Star Game to me is not even the best show of that weekend. Yeah. It's home run derby. Oh yeah, everyone wants to see yeah. home run derby, but now nobody enters that because they're all worried about their <laughs> they're swing. They're all gonna get hurt, right? Oh, my swing's gonna get uh. messed up. Get out there and hit home runs and shut up and play. We can't have that happen. Give me a break. If if one home run derby. I got news for you. If one home run derby messes up your swing, it wasn't a good swing. <laughs> you had something going on yeah, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it was something before that. 
It's career altering. Yeah, career altering. Yes, yes. That's all I got. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Good job. I like the music all the way underneath too. Yeah, that's it's why they hired me. It was fantastic. <laughs> that kind of creativity. He's, he's special. Yeah. All my, right. My, Mar- my Marconi is in the mail. It's it's in the mail. It's on the way. All right. Uh, we will take a quick break. Coming up next, Live Golf is going to have mm. an event uh, during Super Bowl week weekend. Good idea. Bad idea. We'll talk about it next. <laughs> it's Happy Gilmore, right? I mean, it's not Happy Gilmore. By the way, <laughs> R.I.P. Carl Weathers passing away this oh, week. Oh, man. Better role, Chubbs or Apollo Creed? Apollo Creed. Yeah. And he was a Raider. You know, everybody forgets that he side was? of it. He was an Oakland Raider. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was a... Let me tell you, he was a bad man. He was awesome <laughs> as Apollo Creed. And, and he went on to do, I think he was in The Mandalorian Yep, in his later years. Yeah. A phenomenal actor. Yeah. Uh, loved him, loved him. So the Live Golf League or golf, whatever you want to call it, is having an event this week in Las Vegas going running from, I believe it's Thursday through Saturday. So Super Bowl Sunday, there is not golf, but leading up to it, there is. Essentially, I don't want to say challenging uh, the NFL, but really they are in terms of – I mean, when we had the Super Bowl here, there's tons of stuff going on, right? There's probably even more stuff going on in Las Vegas this week, including a live golf event. Can't imagine. Is this a smart idea? And, and listen, I say this with a caveat that I respect the swing. You know, like if you're going to go for the, the gusto, you know, take the biggest guy in the yard, and there's nothing, no one bigger in the United States than the NFL. So they have an event this week. But is this a good idea for Liv to try to challenge the NFL, or is it a bad idea? I think it's a great idea, not the least of which is you can get on the grounds for 53 bucks, uh on, uh, on Saturday mm-hmm. and watch, which is great, number one. Number two, the clientele in Vegas this week <laughs> can afford anything. Yeah. I, I mean, there is no shortage of money flowing around that city this week because if you can afford, what is the cheapest Super Bowl ticket, three grand? Even to walk in the stadium is that standing room only? Sure. I, I mean, if they I'd have that be in kind a sports of money, book. I, I'm, I can't lie to you. I'd rather be in a sports book for the game. I, I tend walk. to probably lean over there yeah. with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a great idea. I mean, if Liv's trying to, to to get something done in the U.S., why not doing during Super Bowl week, Pete? I think it's great. I, I really do. I, you know, I, it it took me a moment or two to just think it through, though. I'm thinking, wow, do you really want to go head to head with the NFL? But the reality is, you're really not going head to head. You're just going head to head with those specific days that you're talking about: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But does everybody really truly want to do a lot of those different activities that are sort of football, sort sort of really yeah. not, and all the rest of it? And I think the reality is, you're you're right when you think about the the, the same type of people that can afford to go to the Super Bowl are probably people who golf or have affiliation somehow with golf, Mm -hmm. watch it, whatever it might be. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them do extremely well. Yeah. And at first I thought, wow, that's just crazy. But the more I thought about it, it just makes sense. It, it, they're playing to the right crowd, and it and it could be something big. We're talking about Las Vegas. The weather generally should be good. So there's a lot of reasons why I think if uh, – if if they play their cards right, this actually could end up being something that uh, they might start to follow the Super Bowl around in the future. Well, and especially if you consider all these, you know, most of these clientele are from other markets, from other yeah. states, right? So they're probably when, – when we had it in Minnesota, 
Minnes- we were Minnesotans. We were proud of having it here. So we went to all the events. You know, mm-hmm. you went to the stuff downtown. You went to the Mall of America. People in Vegas, they don't live there. I mean, Vegas is a transient city. Yeah. People come in, they come out. So they don't necessarily have that whole, well, we got to show Las Vegas knows how to do this. Vegas knows how to do everything. They do everything big. Yeah. I mean, they know how to do, they know how to take your money. They know how to make your money. I mean, that, well, that's exactly that, what it is. They had that car racing craziness going on not too long yeah. ago, too, right? Well, I mean, it, Vegas does it all. Have you seen what the tickets are for that? No. My son likes racing. So we checked it out really quick. And, and I'm like, it's $500 just to <laughs> have the right to buy a ticket. <laughs> Josh, you had your hand raised. Uh, this is a drop in the bucket for probably both of you. Uh, fifty eight hundred dollars for is the cheapest uh, ticket for the Super Bowl right now. You say so. both both of us. Are you looking at at someone else other than hey, Pete? Look, or is man, Pete two I, people? Uh, I, I'm right there with you guys. I, that I'm fifty eight hundred dollars. I, I, yeah. That's a lot. That's more than a car for me. And I, make, I make that in a, I make that in a week at CCO. <laughs> that's and that's set, by the way. That's section three twenty six yes. row eleven. Yeah. That's a big stadium. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obstructed view nonetheless. If you want, you could do the monkey bars on the rafters or do some do some fun games while you're up uh, right near the roof there. That, what would you rather buy for $5,800 oh, than a Super Bowl ticket? Gosh, I don't know. There's, <laughs> a, lot of, there's a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, there's a lot that I would rather buy, like, an experience. I'd rather go take that money and go play, just so I could say that I did, Go play in like a high stakes poker game in that Vegas. That would be cool. Right? Like tuck Put it on up. a nice suit. Yeah, yeah James a nice Bond, watch. Yeah. A monocle, a fake scar on my left cheek, and just sit down and see, That's like, fantastic. how am I going to do here? Right? I would rather uh, use that money and just go to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Because <laughs> you want to see Minka Fitzpatrick play dodgeball. How no, about, I want to see my guy Baker win the precision passing competition. That's pretty good. Yeah. How, how about that guy who was who caught like seven balls? Did you see that? Yeah, the, the punt. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Some of them, listen. Some of them aren't bad. I'm trying to find the list here of all the um, the Pro Bowl games because I I watched them yesterday. I saw some of them yesterday because now they'll do flag football. But I think one of them was like. They, they did the dodgeball. They do video games. Like, why do I want to watch a football player play football video? There is games? no interest at all. I for thought me that was an onion. Is that legit or is that an onion article? No, that's part like of it. Like they actually play Madden at the uh, yeah. To do oh. people want to watch him play Madden. Brag. <laughs> to watch. Okay, so here you go. Madden NFL head to head. The so play the for the fourth consecutive year. They'll host a head-to-head Pro Bowl game events. Two players will defend the NFC's title in the AFC in Madden 24. The Gridiron Gauntlet, a full-field relay race between six players. Now, that one I'd watch. Here's a good one. Would you watch this? Tug of War. (laughs) I might. Do you, do you, are you old enough to remember Battle of the Network Stars yes. and all those yep. kinds of things? Yeah. That was the kind of stuff they did, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't they have – I saw this on uh, Instagram. Why don't they have the, the World Slap League? I mean, let's just oh. – have you ever seen that? Have you seen the videos of that? No. Oh, these guys, they're huge. And they stand there with a hand on a table, and they take t- – Oh, I can't take turns slapping each other. There's no way I have interest. I don't even want to watch that. It's I felt my IQ drop a few points, and mine's not real high as it is. It was something. Yeah, they should have that one. Let's see. Move the chains, offensive and defensive linemen, strength and speed competition, which I like. Hmm. Kick-tack-toe. Each team's kicker will compete in a giant tic-tac-toe competition. The first ki- kicker to connect a connecting li- complete a connecting line, excuse me, of 3 squares or hit 5 squares total will earn 3 points. They're trying too hard. Is one of the squares 
wide left because I we would win that. We would win that. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Hour number two. We're talking go for basketball. Top of it. See you in a bit. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.